welcome to Nothing More Than a Mouthful, a show about whatever we want, because any asshole can have a podcast. My name is Megan. I'm here with Bobby and Timmy. Hello. Hello. And here we're going to go. Oh, sorry. We had to take a sip of our beer. (laughs) Well, I mean, isn't there any better way to do this than drinking beer, starting off in the morning? No, I like Talking about whatever we want. I like the beers. You guys, uh, you guys got to start this one off because this is your forte, not mine. Um, oh, well, Megan, it's in. your forte also. Okay. Let's not let's not act like it's, it's not. It's more your forte than ours. Well, no, I guess it's attached, so no, yeah. Right. I, guess, I mean, yeah. your introduction to it was probably sooner than mine. That's also true. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about um, what do you do as a guy, or as a, I guess, child when you get your first boner. <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess the first thing is, do you remember your first boner? Yeah. Um, what rem- did you do when you got your when you recognized your first boner? Yeah, that's true. What is the boner etiquette? When is it that does, a thing? When it, when <laughs> it does boner? happen. I mean, I guess okay. you can't just like... Where, was it embarrassing? Were you somewhere where you shouldn't have been? Or did you just like, oh my God. I will admit I do not remember my first boner. Now, I do remember being in school and it kind of coming and you're not knowing why. That's- and that... Is awful. I was in math class. Yeah, yeah. I was in a math class. I must have been in like seventh grade. So that was what algebra or something. And and I literally remember just like sitting there and kind of like dozing off because it was awful. And all of a sudden there, there it was. And I'm like, Oh, oh, shifting, shifting in my seat. I'm not really sure what to do here. And like you, you try, you don't want to stick your hands down your pants to shift it. That's the etiquette, right? <laughs> Appropriate etiquette. You can't just whip it out and start smacking it. Like, bad, bad, you know? What What do you do? Yeah, when I, my kids ask me about theirs, I tell them to punch it. <laughs> well, I, I do specifically remembering the most embarrassing part was being in school and having one, right? Like, what if the class bell rings and you have to waddle to your next class, you know? Yeah, but it, go, you... it goes away. It's not like it's something like... It happens, and there's anything lingering after. Okay, you ever do something though, and it you, it really it only was thirty seconds long, but it felt like five minutes. Oh, yes. Well, that's what a boner's like in the middle of class. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's not what do you think of you know babies, your mom, like to try to get it to go away as quick yeah, as possible. Baseball, baseball, baseball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that doesn't work for Megan, but right. it's the pleated pants. It's anyway. I guess, but yeah, I mean. Do you embrace it? Are you just like, you know, get up to go sharpen your pencil and be like, yeah, there's that. I need to sharpen this pencil. Well, no uh-huh. kid does that. Yeah. No, I don't think any kid is like, yeah, I'm I, like, got, I got this duck. No one does that. You you move on and get up. Great class, Mrs. Lee. So excited for history. Homework, yes. Uh, so what are you going to do when your your son first tells you? What did I do when my oh, okay. son first okay. told me? He's in the room. He's not even <laughs> listening to us right now. It's perfect. Um, I, I really did tell him to punch it as a joke to see what his reaction would be. And then ultimately we kind of did have like, I was like, well, you kind of discreetly, you know, kind of just hide it away, man. And you just kind of deal with it. Ride it on out. It'll go away. He's like, why does it happen? We went through that whole conversation and... You know, I gave him the honest answers. I said, look, you know, your body's going through changes, blah, 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 blah. That kind of happens. Did you teach him the belt technique or the uh, waistband technique? No, I never did say anything about uh, that. No, I did the, the long shirt technique. That was my F- go-to. Kind of give the old stretch on the shirt, uh, cover cover the old... Uh, yeah. Uh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Yeah, I definitely utilize the belt or waistband technique a lot. And you just mm-hmm. tuck it in there and go about your business and hopefully... Yeah, keep the shirt long, mm-hmm. right? You don't yeah. don't tuck that shirt in. No. That, nope. Mm-hmm. You don't want to tuck that shirt in and then go with the belt waistband routine. Because then it just sticks out. Then you get a real tent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it could be embarrassing, I guess, as a guy, you know? I mean, I... I my specific memory of it was always happening at school. You know, I don't know what, why. Maybe I had a thing for my teachers yeah, or was, something. Whoa. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were all nice guys. Anyways, <laughs> um, what would be the equivalent, I think, for you, Megan? Yeah, like, Megan, you know, when did you obviously, see your first boner? It's a different experience. Yeah, when, when was your first experience with a boner? No, um, what would be the same for a girl, I guess? Going through... Uh, well... Uh, the change of life, I guess you want to go down that road. It's when you, when a girl gets her first period. When I was 30. (laughs) (laughs) It was life changing. Um, no, it's, but like I said, yours is okay. Maybe five minutes or something and it goes away. We deal with that for a week. And I remember when I got my, granted, I was, you know, naive and, and, and embarrassed and all that. And I didn't want to talk to my mom. I was one of those kids. I just didn't want to talk. I was like, don't talk to me. La, 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 la. And, yeah, that's the most embarrassing part of it because you don't know when it's coming. You're a kid, and then you're left with, with a mark if you're not prepared. Yours goes away. Did your mom prepare you? Like, was she like, this is going to happen? And were you like, or were you just like, oh, my God, my vagina is bleeding? No, I, I think my mom was wanting to have that conversation. I was like, I'm fine. I'm not going to have It's never going to happen to me. So you knew a little bit about it before then. Right. You were the, you're an older sister. I didn't, I, I didn't have anybody... I didn't you didn't have, any have an older, older sisters. Sibling. I didn't have any older cousins. Oh, I did, but they didn't. We didn't talk about that. Um, he was dealing with the same thing you, you dealt with. But yeah, no, I went into it completely blind, completely blind, and and that's my own fault because my mom wanted to talk about it. She's like, "It's gonna happen. You'll be a woman then." But you knew about it. Oh yeah. You knew. You knew something. See now, I I, Ca- I county think, schools I do a good job of FLE program. Yeah, Fairfax. Um, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think that's the case for me. Like, it grew. I was confused. Well, I think yours is the hormonal, uh, mental My part. dad sure as fuck didn't come up to me and go, hey, you're going to have a boner kid one day. You know what? Just tuck it up. You'll be fine. Never had those conversations. No, no. no. I think my mom was more excited than I was. She's like, oh, welcome. Welcome to our club. Yeah, this club sucks. Of misery. Yeah. I was excited. I used it as like a surfboard for all my action figures, <laughs> uh, like a springboard, like a diving oh, board. Oh, oh like a, a catapult. pirate walking oh, off my the plane. God. It was war those, those catapult. Those little um, army men. Yeah. See how pop, many pop. I could stack up? One and a half. <laughs> Oh, you, there's the number. Thank you for the number. Oh. I'm glad that we have the number now. I was much younger. We're not going to ask if it was wide or long, but whatever. <laughs> was that. this last week? <laughs> yeah, one and a half side by side, not front to back. <laughs> so now that you're, uh, your son's uh, you know, out of town, you play with all his toys and size yourself, yeah. Uh, action, are action figures still a thing? Are they? I don't oh, think. I don't, don't know. Look, don't look no, at... Legos. Legos are a thing, and they have their yeah. own action figures. But like, my kid doesn't have like GI Joe. We have no GI Joe in my home. I have two boys, no GI Joes. I have Legos off the ass. Now my youngest is really big into that. I have I, my oldest doesn't know anything but his stupid fucking cell phone. So he doesn't have any life outside of that and baseball. Um, other toys like my son likes. He likes trucks and like. 
you know, like big helicopters, like you know, vehicles. Right. But Can I go back I, the Legos? Those are horrible as a parent. Like, <laughs> my gosh, it's nothing worse than stepping on a Lego. Oh well, that I agree. And but I've gotten to the point now where one, we have so many Legos, he doesn't notice when I do this. But now when he leaves them out, I just vacuum them up, <laughs> straight up, just suck it up, That's done, funny. and there it is. Because fuck those things, right, and I'm so tired of it too. Coming back from the toys, <laughs> we yeah, should we should that, do that, a podcast that, on but, on childhood toys. That'd be a, a good episode. Yeah, and then oh, uh, we will because we, I have a go good adult toys. I have a good like, question about that uh, with uh, with what toys we used to have as kids that our kids don't get now. So we'll definitely get into that one for sure. Yeah. Well, your period talk. Let's, I guess, go back to that. All right. Um, <laughs> but first, before we do that, I got a question about you two. Okay. So at that age, do you guys tell each other it happens, or do you just no, of, like no, turn no, away no. and like and? Oh uh, no, no! You sit there and you cross your legs and act like nothing is happening. And I would never look at my boy and be like boner. Now, now, completely different. When I became in high school, it'd be <laughs> boner. For sure, because that's, I was really inappropriate, and I was the, you know, run around the street naked kind of kid, and didn't mind showing my butt, and all that kind of stuff, just to make a good laugh for everybody, so, yeah, you would definitely, as a high school kid, I'd look over and be like, Bobby, boner, <laughs> and then move on, like, never, and then just walk away, like, nothing ever and happened. And it's not as, you don't hide it the same way, you just, uh, you just No, I mean, you still kind of tuck it, because there are still girls, like, I did want to still impress okay. girls. Now, I, I even I even had, like, a girlfriend in high school. And, like, a, a long term, you know, I was with her for, like, two years. Great girl. She didn't find my humor as funny as I did as then either. But she laughed at it sometimes. But I would sit there and I would never, ever be like, Hey, hey, uh, hey, honey, boner. Like, I never did that. I did that to my, like, my wife. That was funny, but... And I would but, I do that to my girlfriend now, yeah, because she thinks right. I'm inappropriate as hell. But so I think I just got used to it. Like event, you know, I would just just tuck and roll tuck with it, tuck and roll with it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like it's like an everyday occurrence. So like, you know, and what gets me is it's not really like, you know, triggered by anything. It just kind of happens sometimes, and you're just like, well, I don't know why the blood flow is going there right now. You know, I could be sitting having a conversation with Timmy or something, and then all of a sudden. Yeah, that'd be weird. Boner. It, it is kind of weird, actually. Now thinking about it, just staring into your eyes here. <laughs> we getting. Oh, uh, here it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Megan, boner. Boner. No. <laughs> Look, no. Um, so, but yours is sporadic. It could happen anytime. Yeah. I kind of have a better idea of when it's coming, sort of thing. But yeah, now lasts, you got your little cycles down, right? Forever. It may not last forever, but it seems seven so days. No, it's less than that, but it seems like an eternity. Like you say, your five minutes or is, you know, hours. No, this is actual days. You know, mark them on the calendar. Tick marks. Another tick here. Tick. I'm inappropriate. That I mean. I mean, I look doing a show here. Ding on the phone. Ding <laughs> on the phone. So, um, what were your getting to uh, used to your feminine products? What was that like? Since you weren't prepared with by your mom or like obviously she didn't sit you down for a class on how to use a tampon or pads or anything like that no she once it happened we had to yeah. um but like i said she tried and i was you know sticking my fingers in my ear la 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 i didn't want to know but she did she was prepared for me and it was interesting it was un, it was just unnatural to me it was like oh now i have to put something 
Sure. I, I've got a, something extra now. Mm. Your youth it's, is gone. Yeah, now I can't <laughs> just do whatever I want. And can I, can I go swimming? Can I, do, do I have to work this every day, all day long? Like, it was just a... And then you worry about, is it on? Do you have it too long? Am I going to make a mess? Is it... I'm going to ruin these shorts. It's all these different things that a, a young girl goes through. When you're a little boner or big boner, whatever you want it was, didn't know you back then, run around. But... Uh, <laughs> I like to call him a nubber. A nubber. Okay. When you're nubber, yeah, it's gone, and then you move on. Nothing's ruined. Nothing's yeah, ruined. no, no, no. No look, harm, no foul. Look, I, I'm happy to be a man. I, I won this race. Like, I, I'm... Thank you, Dad Sperm, for making this a guy. I do not have any desire to be a woman. I am very happy I have two boys. Yes, there's that little dream that you want, like a little girl. But I'm happy I have two boys. I, I think because what you women go through is absolutely awful. And it's un it's understandable how insane we are. It is. Think about it. Our hormones hormone hormones go all the way up and down. They spiked up and down because we are losing parts of us. Like it, our insides are just released well i see that i mean my oldest is a boy and then i have uh two girls Good uh luck. behind them <laughs> and you know uh one's gonna be well she's gonna be soon turning that age where i think it's gonna we're gonna start thinking about having the talk right i've talked to my wife about it i'm like what age is that appropriate at talking period talk yeah or the period, other talk? no period talk oh. first period talks right it's got to go in stages man oh. like <laughs> This is how scared you're gonna be. It's okay. You're gonna live. Well, you're not. I never had any of those talks. But I never had the boner talk. I never had the sex you, talk. My sex talk was don't have sex. Are you prepared for when your daughter gets it and your wife's not there? Yeah. Like no, I'm not. Like what am I gonna? <laughs> yeah. No. Like I'm like here's this roll of paper towels. I don't know. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> roll of paper. Sit on this. Just give her a whole thing and just make that work. So I'm. I kind of want to prepare her and myself so like if that in case that does happen like mom's already talked to her about this stuff and you know like strategically staged these feminine products for her to use I keep and, in my my cargo shorts for her I'm, she's ready to go yeah I, i'm willing to step up to the occasion because i can i know like you know how traumatic that could be uh, and i just want her to be like hey you know like it's not a big deal like i don't want to make it a big deal either right so i don't want to be like Ew, no this is disgusting wait till your mom comes home like you know call her home from work or whatever because of this i you know i would just want her to be like oh this happened and i'm like well that's cool because you know every it happens to all females so let's just roll through it you do this and then tomorrow you know it's a new day we'll just you know it's another thing i was thankful my mother was home when it happened yeah cuz i've oh. had friends that had got it with their dad and they're like um um so i guess we need to go to the store and and we're completely yeah, unprepared yeah. so like, my brother and his wife they are divorced so his ex-wife he i believe his daughter was with him but luckily they live so close like the mom came rushing you know like he was like all right well this is happening now i'm sure she's gonna want to hear it from you not this guy and and she handled it. They handled it really easily. Like, it was very boom, boom, something, you know. But did she With, prepare her, though? Uh, no. Not really. I don't know. I don't know that. And I think it depends on the kid if they're receptive to it or not. It's scary to think about before it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean. Was you're, it, you're, when you get a bonus, To be receptive of that as a, young, as a young person anyway, so receptive of anything. Like, I remember, you know, even, like, in school, them trying to do the whole, like, putting a condom on a banana bit. Yeah. yeah. They, I wasn't did they receptive teach you that in that. school? Like, oh, they did for us. They, and they you had an option. So you were never forced 
to, to do put it. a banana or condom on a banana. Like, and no, so no one did it. Like the teacher showed you. Mm-hmm. We giggled we through didn't. it because we're inappropriately, you know, naive. Not me. I stole all the condoms. I was like, I don't know what happened to that box. How'd that work we out? We need a new one. <laughs> I still got them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's not good, Bobby. Yeah. That's not good. I thought it was a stud. Apparently not. Well. And, and how old is your kid? I have lots of kids. <laughs> that, that, that whole basket worked, didn't it? <laughs> um, so, yeah, yours is more of a, I guess after you get over it, I guess yours is more exciting. Yours is, you know... It's a rite of passage for us. The manly thing is, oh, I can get a boner now. Check this out. Pew, 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 pew. (laughs) I like the sound effects. (laughs) Yeah, I think I've done that once, twice. I I, I can imagine that either both of you have done the pew, 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 pew. Yeah. What would be it's your sound effect? It's locked and loaded. Cries. Just, after, Just tears like, dropping. Tears. And a far-off waterfall. Well, I mean, the worst part is, is yeah, you ladies have to, I mean, you have all the other things, too, like the cramps and the pains and the, I don't, I don't, bleh, I'm out. I don't need all that. There's no cramp or pain. No, you guys enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's completely different. Yeah. And I then, giggle at mine. Yeah, and I'm, we're not even going to go down the road of what happens after something's in there. Because we'd have to bring someone in to talk about it, but I'm scared crapless of it. When you start having something, an alien grow in you, yes. you guys don't have to do that. Yeah. No, was, no, no. Those was, were nine-month DDs to me. That's all that was. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, I'm not even going to touch that because I don't know anything about it. I was talking to Maybe my wife about day. it. About just thinking about something growing inside of your body. And then it's like a parasite. It just sucks the life out of you. And then you, I was like, that, that just seems like so foreign. Like it, like it, literally like an alien. Almost like some so kind of... you couldn't be convinced a, a, to have it. Mis- they said, science came up to you. Scientists came up to you. Science. Yeah. <laughs> science. Walked the magic the of science came up to you and said, hey, we can now ha- make it to where men can carry babies. You in? I mean, I'd carry it like in my arms. No. <laughs> You know while. what I mean, the bellies. Uh, no, I'm not doing that. No, no, me yeah. neither. No, no, no. no. That's a woman's job, like cooking and cleaning. No? You saw me this morning cook, you saw me this morning clean, you know, I I mean, and I didn't even put shoes on, you know, so I mean, hey. I... No wave off, so that's good. Yeah, no. that was pretty, yeah. So, um. Well, when did you see your first boner? I was. How was that? Was that weird? Well, you I, have, I don't know. I what? go that route. No, I won't go that route. That was a family member question. I wasn't no, going to go that route. No, I don't remember that. No? no. You never dealt with that with your brother? Like no. where your brother was like, <laughs> Mom, Dad, I don't know what the fuck's going on. No, I was too old. I was already, um. Just punch it! <laughs> You're in the background. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was not around for that, which I think was probably good for him and myself included. You don't Do you have remember the awkward... first time you saw one? Yes. Oh, you do? Yes. And it was like, that stands by itself? All right. Yes, and then, it does. Like um, a cane. <laughs> like a, straight ones, curved ones, whatever, you know? I guess everyone's different. Is it like a, it could be like a, a fingerprint. Everyone has a different fingerprint. Everyone's got a different shaped penis. That's a true. A different sway to That's their bone. That's true. Mm-hmm. Straight down the middle. There's no cockeyed to the left or right. That's weird. Yeah. Up, down, I'm out. 
So not enough length to have any curvature. It's just straight girth. It's like a tuna straight can. Tugboat. Like a crushed can. <laughs> All right, well, that kind of moves me into our next idea. With your dicks that are the, you know, curved, straight, sh- short, thick, whatever, do you feel, what, how do you feel like you can walk through a, a locker room? Is it something that you just kind of feel oh, like you need to... Locker room etiquette with... Yeah. Boners or just nakedness? Okay, one, if you're in a locker room and you have a boner, that's a problem. I'm not okay with walking in on that. Okay, okay? well, that's not okay. Because that's, that's getting creepy. But I, I don't, okay, I don't mind if you get naked in the locker room, right, and you're, like, heading to the shower or whatever. But I, I'm not big on, like, the guy who ends up putting his foot up on the, you know, up on the, like, the bench and, like, just starts rubbing and tugging. Like, just drying off and whatever. Because there's so many guys that do that. Like, that's a thing. But is it all ages or is it just, like, All men ages. That... No, no, no. All, oh, no. I, I know a lot of young guys that would do it, too. Like, when we were in, you know, in our recruit school academy, like, dude, everyone was, like, tugging and rubbing all over the place. So just, like, to make a joke out of it. Now, to make a joke out of it's fine. But there's guys who have just no, no bothersome to, like, they just leg up rub away and you're like what whole, is happening here whole conversations with you and you're just like just stare at them in the eyes i don't understand what's going on right now just <laughs> nope that wasn't the direction <laughs> we were going with oh uh, uh. so but well if- i think i think if you're naked in the locker room you're gonna talk to me i should i should have the right to look at your cock be like well there you go there, there that yeah. is well do you think it's okay to just all right you've gone to the shower you've dried off and kind of just well, you Ling- got to change, linger. right? No, but you got to linger a little bit before you start putting clothes on. Yes. Okay. And I offer a shower. Yes. Because showers, if you take like a hot shower and after you've been like working out, you can still like sweat a little bit. You're still hot. You know, you want to try and cool off a little bit. I'm fine with that. Look, I have no problem with a guy wanting to have a conversation with me, like with a towel wrapped around him and just BSing with I'm, I'm fine. None of that bothers me. I don't really need you like kind of just butt naked like scratching your balls while staring like having a conversation with me at the same time like i don't i don't really care unless you're getting weird about it but it's just the normal it, it, i think it is me. weird like to, to tell you <laughs> okay. yes like so, to, <laughs> to be naked in locker room is one thing sure like I, we all get naked in the locker room we all change or whatever we all shower uh but to you know be drying off walking around having a conversation with other people and i I don't know if you've experienced this but maybe in the gym or whatever uh locker rooms but the drying off of like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna keep like drying underneath my balls or uh, lifting up my penis a little extra attention yes like i'm like this is not this is making me uncomfortable Well, shaving, shaving while shaving, you're shaving while you're naked. Is that a thing? Oh well, no, you never manscape in, in a public locker room. You deserve to get kicked in the nose. Was, well, did you watch the That's video? That's just unnecessary. But if you look, manscaping, look, gotta take care of that. Nobody wants that. Women appreciate it. Yep, I, I'm sure they do. Fair as they should. Did you watch the video of the uh, lady shaving her legs in the public pool? Oh, I did see that no, on I'm Facebook. Really glad yes. I didn't. It, it, and it's vomit. not it's one it's not an attractive woman by any means oh. it oh bobby stop <laughs> it and she's just doing it yep just shaving away kids are in like it, this is in like the shallow end it has like one of those ramp <gasps> pools you know and she's sitting there shaving away while these kids are like four feet away from her like yep. splashing around using the pool water to rinse a razor that's like in, yep just but then there's other countries like 
um, overseas where they have public pools, they will fine you if you don't shower before you go in the pool. Yes, well, they, you're supposed to do that here as well. We're just, we suck. Right, and I think, yeah. So, you're okay with having a conversation as you're getting dressed. I think, and, and staying naked, maybe it's a age thing with women. I mean, I think younger women are more or less, are less likely to stand around and talk when they're completely naked. You know, in their underwear, in the process, definitely okay, but not stand there. Hey, so, uh, what'd you make for breakfast? You know, just do, you know, how's your husband? But that, that stuff doesn't happen just staring at each other naked. Um, but I also believe some of that's a, a culture thing. You know, uh, how comfortable you are, how long you've been going to it, being in a locker room. If you play, grow up playing sports, you're probably going to have to change in some shape or form in front of other people. You know, and I think over here, people are a lot more conscious about showing themselves than over in other countries, which yeah. I've just seen recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't mind the the naked body. Like, it's fine. Like, if we had nude beaches here, it wouldn't bother me. If we had, like, topless whatever, that wouldn't bother me. I... I I'm not all in on just seeing a whole bunch of naked dudes around. I, I we've, we've had this conversation before. I find myself disgusting, but it is what it is. It doesn't really bother me. I don't, I'm not a big fan of guys that just like walking around the locker room naked to walk around the locker room naked, as we were saying, like shaving their face. Like, the, you don't do manscaping. That That's a that's a home I thing. Even, I, I'm not think really that like. That would even be a. Nope, that's a thing. That has happened. I know of that is happening. At a firehouse? No. For sure happened. Yep. And um, it was at a firehouse that we were all three assigned to. Not there. Not at the uh, one that I'm currently at. So it happens. That blows and my mind. And I think, you know, just people just have no care, couth to it. Like, they just don't give a shit. And it blows my mind. Now, once again, as I said, I don't mind having a conversation. Like, we can sit there, be naked, and have a conversation, change while putting on my underwear or whatever. You see it? You see it. It is what it is. It's there. I can't do anything about it. I Somebody see it. has managed to like I it. See you know it. what right. I mean? Like, it, it, I'm I not here. A couple. I'm not, you guys can sit here and do this whole, like, it's a mess of small dick. Well, that's fine if you guys want to say that because somebody has won. I have two children. It, it works. works. It works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it works. She liked it more than once, at least. Yeah. And then, hell, I even have a girlfriend, and she apparently hasn't complained, so because she's still around. So, I you guys know that's not true, because if you guys went didn't research after our last podcast and searched uh, Timmy's Facebook with his uh, oh Jesus, <laughs> his costume, Halloween his costume Deadpool. on Deadpool, I think that's gone. Oh. No, it's I'll always have that. Is it? I'll always have that. It's always floating around out there. Oh. So, but yeah, no, I think it's a thank you, internet. No. <laughs> I just think it's um I think it's more of a, an age thing on the, on the women then, I, I really do. But I do. Women do it all the time, right? Too. You guys just walk around. Yeah. Just uh, well, no boobs no, no. out. Well, like I said, the older women do. You see older women, and is it a culture thing or is it an age? Like I don't give a shit anymore. You know, it is what it is. So younger women like yourself don't. I, I find I find that you would be more prone because I don't I don't flaunt it, but I'm not in a corner. You know what I mean? If I'm changing, I'm changing. If you look, you look. I don't give a crap. But, you know, that's that's me. I'm, I'm about myself, and it's just a body. A body's a body. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not attracted to the female body, so it doesn't. I'm not drawn to, to stare at it. But if the 
that's a nice, she's, she's gorgeous, or that's a hot body. And I will appreciate it, but I'm not into it. But I, I've been in locker rooms where there are females that don't want you to even look at that they're changing a shirt, and they're still in, you know, in a bra, and, and others that just don't care. Throw it over there, I'm done. Yeah, see, that's ridiculous to me. Like, the whole, like, bra and underwear thing, that, that, that's just a bathing suit. Pretty, to exactly. me, like that really is a, like a bathing suit to me. So I never even look at it. And any like if somebody, one of my neighbors were to change their shirt outside, it wouldn't throw me off it, it because shouldn't. she's if she's wearing a bra, because it's just like a bathing suit. I just would see them in a ba- in a bathing suit at the you know neighborhood she's pool. She's not nipples out looking at you winking. It's different. You know <sighs> what I mean? Like. I gotta say that girls' locker rooms are a lot more disappointed than disappointing than what I imagined. Yeah, they are They're just like sleepovers and you know all that kind of stuff. It's yeah. I'm sorry. Pillow fights, yeah. naked pillow fights. Do you see men that use the air dryer to dry themselves? There are, <laughs> no, there never, are, okay. There yeah, are I, I have that. I have seen that. Or is that just to play with themselves? I don't I, know. I but, see. I've seen guys like turn on the air dryer and like they'll like open up their pants. <laughs> <laughs> to like get rid of the swamp ass or like that's hot air though swamp nuts well it's it's air at, you know at first yeah and look I, i've seen it i'm not saying i'm doing it it's just no something. i've seen seen ladies do that and i'm like what is i okay here's a towel here's a towel just keep it you know <laughs> um but yeah i think it's i think it's interesting how our culture is a lot more uh conservative when it comes to changing and stuff like that you know I was just overseas and did a deck change because you know what, the the What's closet a deck change when you change your clothes on the deck without out in the open and it's not like you're flaunting everything around you. Were you on a boat? No, I was on the deck the, of, of your a, place a boat, a, a, of a um, hot spring. Oh, okay. So you know you put a towel around you, you drop your drawers, put them up, and then you know you turn around. I turned to what the mount I thought what the mountain was. There could have been people looking or sheep. I don't care, you know. Took my towel, put my bra on, good to go. I didn't have to hide in a little corner and and worry about, you know, people creeping looking at me. If you're gonna look, look. Well, I agree. I'll with let that. you touch if I want to. Different. <laughs> hmm. You know. Yeah, I I agree. I think it's you know you could go you, when I went to Europe, uh, you know, every like commercials for like suntan lotion. It's like a naked girl, like a topless woman, just running down the beach. And they're like, get our suntan. You know, and right. you're like... This is awesome. Yeah, I love Europe! No, but I mean, but if I, we don't have that because we make such a big deal yeah. about it here. And it's kind of yeah. ridiculous, I think. It, yeah. I mean, it's not like you're bent over looking through your legs like, hi! You know, when you're out yeah, doing I that kind of stuff. Just Our culture is, you know, a very modest kind of culture. We've been raised here in societies, you know... It's not something we flaunt. It's like you said, like with your period, it's not something you, you want to talk about, you know. Just, but everybody has the same stuff. It happens to everybody. But so I, why why be so modest about it? And I think age plays a big part because now friends and I will we'll talk about it. Oh, I'm on my period. It hurts my cramps. We'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. But at age, I guess it was 13, 13 or 14, or, um, it, I didn't want to talk about it. I really wanted to hide in a corner. And I was like, yeah, because you're embarrassed by something new, right? Yes. Everyone is embarrassed. But now by something it's like, oh, new. you have it too. It's, you know, it's it's not bad. It's like, oh, mine's over, is yours. And then if you're with a bunch of females and they all get on the same cycle, because that is scientifically proven and it's true and it's horrible. You know, watch out, watch out. 
But on that note, I do believe that men have get their own their own type of PMS that just like women. Like sympathy PMS or no? You guys have no, your like your, anger and like like your moods change yeah. just like ours do, uh, but, not, but not as drastic. I well, don't, our I moods don't know. change because you guys are fucking bitchy all the time. Yeah. on your periods, so obviously it's, we're not going to be happy about that. <laughs> I don't know if that's the. Th- I, I, no, that's true. Okay, well, no, well, that is, well, that is magically true. One, science proven. One, that is something that I never gave. Like when a woman was like, "I'm on my period and I can be bitchy if I want." No, you're just being a cunt, and that's that. And it I should, don't want to deal with never that. Never be an excuse. I don't have to deal with that. That's and not my thing, and I don't need to listen to that. At the same time, I do. Okay, I understand. You're, you're on your period. You're not feeling. You're not comfortable. Like everywhere, there's no comfort zone. No matter how you sit lay down even if like you're stuck somewhere but all you really want to do is lay down because you're just in an uncomfortable state i understand that i do believe that guys also have maybe a like the symptom of being dickheads it's and it's an emotional hormonal thing but i believe i don't know if it's like a period though like i don't think every month i have a moment of being an asshole like or just being an emotional wreck or whatever you want to put it as okay so i'm not saying it has to be monthly but you guys get your own hormonal spikes up and down it's called life yeah i think that yeah i think it just comes with whatever is going on i mean i i you can think you handle things better like i you know emotionally wise oh that's a whole nother conversation whether men handle things better than women emotionally that's a Ooh, that, that is a whole that's a tough that day could be a whole that's a i tough. think maybe maybe not maybe we just hide it better or are less likely to let it show i, I think it's based outwardly. off of your personality and how, how life has been thrown at you if, if you've had if you've had a very sheltered life where your parents have just kind of bubbled you then you're when when shit really gets bad you're not able to really handle it you no, know and 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 you just go to you go to fight or flight mode and it's most of the time it's flight mode you run away from it you know but when you have had kind of a tougher life where things of when reality set in you know my I, I lived in a very nice household you know growing up um but my parents didn't let me run away from anything they that's my problem whatever was going on handle it handle it yourself i'm not here to handle your shit and I'm not handle, there to handle my kids' stuff. My kids live in a nice life. They're, they're living it up. But when bad things start happening to them, I go, deal with it. It's life, man. It's not great. Move on. Right. But you're not saying that you're just like, you're on your own sort of thing. You're there to guide no, them. You're well, there to... Sure, sure. At young so, ages then, right now I am. But right. at some point, no, I'm not going to guide them. They can guide them themselves. It's called reality. It's life. And, and I think that's the part where you see, like, for me... Yeah, I'll have my moment of agitation and annoyance, but that I don't think that that's based off of a monthly period thing. I think it's just you you start adding up things. You know, I, you know, you can find me my pissiest moment is the beginning of every month. That doesn't mean that it's my my fucking period. It's just when my fucking mortgages due, my goddamn car payments due, my fucking kids' baseball shits paid for. Everything seems to come out of my fucking wallet. All of that hard work that I have done. This is my rant for the moment to everyone. This is what grinds this, gears. <laughs> that I don't like. That's not me having my period it's it's just all that shit lands on me all at once if anything in my life pisses me off more it's the fact that i feel like i don't have any fucking money i have none the, like Amer- it, the american way right <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
but I just that's I think that's where you see like my monthly problem, as everyone would say. But I, I that's not my period. That's just you just happen to know. You know that's your trigger. Yeah, every moment right around that time is when my bills are coming to tear my asshole apart, and I realize <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> well, I have to admit, um, when I'm going, when it comes my time, uh, I, I have a trouble controlling my emotions. I I do get I, I feel. Yeah. But I think that some I can feel it that it's I don't out, have out, that. Out, outside of my control. Like I, I don't, have to recognize it, and it's not like it's your fault. It's not your fault. I'm not going to put it out on you. But I can tell that I I am more emotional. I do not rationalize things in my own head the same way. Yep, and I know that women. A lot of women are like that, right? I think a lot of women do. All of a sudden, they realize like they'll realize it, but a little bit later. Normally, not right at the moment, right? But they'll start like crying out of nowhere. Oh, and then they look back at it, you know, like a couple hours later and just be like, Jesus, this period is fucking me up. Like, I I, I am not emotional. Like, every little dumb thing, like a yeah. fucking baby on TV is making me cry. That's yeah. not normal. Right. No, it's more my stress. And my mom goes, Megan, are you, are you, are you PMSing? Are you starting? Or is it? And I'm like, you just leave me alone. You don't Shut up, to, mom. You don't have to know no, everything. No, I know women, like, I could always tell when a period was coming because the emotional reaction was just before the yes, period. That's the worst. It's worse So it was before. like three days before or something like that, right? And then you're like, ah, it's coming. And then, and then there is the period, like three days later. It's like clockwork. It really is like clockwork. But I have to say, I'm lucky. I don't have the, the massive cramps and all that. I just don't handle my stress the same way and as well as I should. I get really kind of emotional. I'm sorry that you're so emotional. I appreciate that. It just means I got a big heart. And you have bloaty days. <laughs> bloaty days. So, have you, ever, have you ever been, back to locker room talk, have you ever been uh, watching something where they're interviewing like players and they'll walk into the locker room and they're like, they're just in like underwear and they're jock straps and they, they're... You know, that is how, zero fucks given right there. How professional those you guys have to smell like dog shit, and they're right. And, yeah. the, and little women that are like, yeah, the <laughs> women reporters are up like, and that you know is a hundred percent purposely done. Like yeah. those athletes are like, all right, um, who's coming in? Oh, Megan, jockstrap everyone, jockstrap, <laughs> jockstrap everyone. Oh yeah, yeah, you four hundred pounder? Yes, sir. I want you over there. Or just a towel on. Oh yeah, for sure. You, you, want, you, you show them abs. You know what? Don't even worry about that jockstrap. I like what you got there. That's right. I like what you're working with. That's right. And I mean, that's got to. That's you know what I mean. That that's professionalism. But you know she's looking. You know she's looking. Well, how about getting paid to, to be in your towel, giving interviews, or in a jockstrap? I, I imagine that a lot of those like athletes, they do that for the, uh, you know, the really for the fun of it. Like basketball players, they have a they have a need to be like fancy. Like they have to do like their own little fancy as a relative. Well, LeBron they, James in his stupid okay, little shorts. He, and hey, he likes to do his own thing. Well, I mean, outfits. look, Kevin Durant is wearing Caprice, but you know, it is what it is. That that's their style, right? And and that seems to be a popular thing. Trust me, he's not the only one. He's starting a trend, and people follow it. You know, these glasses without lenses in them. You know, that's just a thing to make them whatever. That is what it is. Where I think more of like football and baseball guys are known for the whole like they don't give a shit. Jock I'm gonna sit in this chair, and you're gonna talk to me, and <laughs> my legs are spread, and right. check it out. Right. Do you get? Do you think NFL players uh, get paid fairly? Absolutely. 
And over too way, much, too Fair much. much. Yes. yes, way too much. I think they get. I get. I I am okay with them getting, um, you know, millions of dollars. I, I really am. I'm not the I, amount though. I mean, like, no, 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 these and, insane. And I, well, I I think the the problem is is they keep on inflating everything to meet those millions of dollars, right? It's just like anything else. If you look at, I mean, you can't get a a hat for like less than thirty five dollars. A legit NFL hat. You know, this could be any sport, but hat for 35 without, you know, a nice one that's, for 35 That's Timmy's thing. Yeah, it is my thing. Is and it pisses going? me off. $35 for a hat, it, it cost fucking 47 cents to make. <laughs> so why aren't we, like, well, who's lower making, that down? Who's seeing those those profits? Is it the NFL? Everyone. Well, it, the is problem it the is owners? it's a little bit of everyone. It is a little bit of everyone. I think it's it's the NFL gets a little bit of If the NFL logo's on it, they're getting some of it. If the team logo's getting on it, the owner's getting some of it. If it comes from Adidas as an example, Adidas, you can still back us. I'm here, I'm here for you. I'm all in. You guys can have half of our shit. But the they end up getting up some portion of it because it's their brand, right? And then and then the player gets something if you put like their number on it, right? So if I get a, uh, I'm really bad with uh, numbers of football players, but let's say Brett Favre. I remember he was four. You know, if if you get a Green Bay Packer number four NFL hat. That goes to all of those different right. people, including the manufacturer who makes it, whether that's just you know Adidas or whatever, Nike, New Era, or whoever makes those hats. They all have to get a little pie of it, right? But do they've ruined it. The NFL is almost getting to the borderline where they're ruining it. Baseball, the best part about baseball is that baseball has so many seats. You can still get them, and there's so many games. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is NFL, how many games do you have at home? Five, six? Eight. Yeah. You have eight. Oh, it's eight. eight. You get 16, eight. Sixteen games. Right. Okay. So you. you have eight. You have eight games at home. You have to capitalize to the full extent. So you sell your tickets for a hundred and something dollars, so you can pay twenty-two million dollars to just your running back. Well, the investment on the owners is billions of dollars. You know, they have to make their money back. But why? Any it have source to be of revenue. Why does it have to be that that type of money, like billions, millions? What? Why? Yeah, I mean, well, it's capitalism, right? Everyone's look. If if you were told that you could make a billion dollars instead of five hundred million dollars, wouldn't you go for the billion? I would hope I'd say no, but yeah, probably. Would. Yeah, of yeah, course yeah. you See, would. Like I said, it's I would a hope. fucking billion okay, dollars. I'm being honest. I would hope <sighs> I wouldn't, but I wouldn't. Yeah, I know I would. Look, that's the problem is that all these people, any asshole that ends up, you know, emailing us, which by the way, at nothing more than a mouthful at gmail.com, says that they wouldn't take the fucking extra $500 million, has never fucking seen money. Like, they're idiots. They're fucking stupid and lying. So. If you're an owner, though, I believe that owners in the NFL, and I'm probably, I, I could be on the, the minority on this, but I believe that they, they do put out, like, they take the most risk. If yeah. their team falls, everything around them falls. And that's, they have more than just their football players as they're paid, who they're paying. You know, they have to pay general managers. There's all these trainers. There's all these other coaches. And then there's all these other just food people, all of that, whatever so else. So it doesn't really make them any different than any other big business owner. No, they should be exactly. making more money than, than their employees. For sure. Okay, but if you're now, and here I'll play the devil's advocate on this, because I think, you know, there's players like, uh, I mean, let's, Tom Brady. Let's use Tom Brady. Would New England Patriots 
be anything without the name Tom Brady? Would their worth be anything? Like they're they're worth like would they still four be billion dollars. Would they still be winning? Would they still everything? If his name wasn't Tom Brady, like if he was a no name doing all this, like that's the problem. Okay, let's let's well, here's you, the thing. We'll compare product. it. We'll you, compare it. Let's say if Ryan Tannehill, I'm a Dolphins fan, so I can shit on him all I like, was in New England, would they be winning Super Bowls like they were? Fuck no. They needed Tom Brady. So would they be worth as much? No. Right. So how can you say that Tom Brady was a nobody when he when he signed on? Uh, with the Patriots, he he became, and maybe that's the organization. Maybe that's what they structured around Tom Brady. This well, nobody scrawny I, ass kid. To, to I do believe something. that. Yeah, I so. do. I do believe that that team is an anomaly. But uh, like, because they were all around, they're all around built. Their coaching system is built correctly. Their their players that ha- are around Tom Brady are are built correctly. But I do believe that Tom Brady, unfortunately, is very good, and he has earned. A little bit of that right but would that organization be worth four billion dollars without tom brady okay period would that means i mean cause, well because they built it they took they made an investment they they took a chance and they built it to it didn't happen overnight would it would have been worth the same as his his very first season well, before yeah, yeah. he his started first playing season, he actually won the Super Bowl. no i mean his so. before before he started when he signed on with the patriots and you tried to sell the team no uh, i have this i'm gonna get this third round pick kid, of, of, you know? of from michigan right you know i think that's where he came from was from michigan and he was like a fucking nobody. Nobody wanted Tom fucking Brady. And you're right. I get that. But he did come out. He took Drew Bledsoe's spot. And he kept on winning. Now, does Tom Brady... Okay, Tom Brady's now how many years in? 14 years in or so? That's Should he now deserve to get half of what the owner gets? Because he's still maintaining what the owner... I mean, his pace, I think he needs to be compensated. He's one of the lower paid quarterbacks. You know that? He decides now. He's smart about it. I'm sure he's getting paid on the other yeah, end his somewhere. Wife's making money. I mean, no, no. I mean, I, his wife's making tons of money too. A lot of these NFL players have wives that are making tons of money. That's not a, that's not where the money I think is a thing. But he knows you can't you can't make thirty million dollars and then expect a great team around you. And he's always been smart enough where he's gone. Okay, yeah. You know what? You pay me sixteen million. $60 million, and then I will make endorsement. I'll make $250 million in endorsements. He knows sour that. Skittles. So I, and, <laughs> yeah, hey, whatever. But yeah, that's, I heard it makes you do some wild things. Yeah, man. It's worth, it, worth every Skittle. Yeah. Well, then I, I... Are you still playing the devil's advocate here? Yeah. Okay, because I, I'm having trouble... It's just like any other business. You have someone... You have a salesman that's doing phenomenal... Yeah. Should, you, should they be compensated because they've done what they've done? Sometimes you price yourself out of what your job is. Yes. When you're that great at it, okay. you just you just can't be compensated Look, to that extent. I mean, if, if you are an employee, well, there look, is always a plateau. If you are an owner, there's no such thing. Then that's the point of owning something. I mean, right. I mean, that's right. Why, why? If, if they don't, you know, any any football player bitches about their salary. Fuck them. You're always working for somebody. They're making a crap load of money. And 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 I, you know, look, most of those guys, I mean, the lowest paid person in the league, it, it'll take me five years at least to make what they're making. I think that's like $250,000. And that's for the, you have to, 
That's league minimum, like that's, right? Yeah, I, th- yeah I, I think that's a practice squad. Like, I think it's even more than that. We, we can you look that up as we're going here. Well, look at Barry Trotz. Uh, uh, the Capitals just won the Stanley Cup. Took them all the way to do something they've never been able to do. Yeah, so this coach came in here and, and reached the pinnacle, the highest point that he could. And then they still couldn't pay this guy enough to get him to stay. Yeah, but they pay. You don't want to. Okay, I, I'm. A, I'm. I love Barry Trotz, and I think he did a great job. And I think that he had a tough year all around. But you can't pay a guy for a month's worth of work. That's what everyone wants to pay Barry Trotz six million dollars for six years. You know, every six years, so thirty-six million dollars. You, you don't pay coaches that much money in hockey. That, that's a football thing. So you get priced out. So Yeah, but he, no, but he, didn't, earn, he didn't earn that salary. He, he, he had problems, problems before that. He, they told him they were not extending him yeah, before the playoffs started because they were just barely able to make the playoffs. And then somehow a miracle happened, and they won the Stanley Cup. Which is phenomenal. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. But he but, won it. He did win it, but you don't give someone for three months worth or two months worth of work, which is just the playoffs. So you have an employee that works for you, okay? And they're kind of, they're not doing great. They're just getting along. But then they have a phenomenal. Last off- two months. The last two months before, before the- their review, they have like a fucking, they're stellar. Is that what I write in an evaluation because that's the last thing I see? Yeah. I mean, you, so, no. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, not really? Do you believe know? Yeah, they need to be compensated. Okay. I mean, we, we, you know, we're ready to compensate our uh, reward. Our say, let's say, brewer. If he went out there and brewed uh, a bunch of award-winning beers, you know, and he just happened to bring home some medals, yeah, damn right, he he better get some kind of bonus or compensation for that. Yeah, but that's at a that helps me as a whole, as a business owner, as my business as a whole. Why, why wouldn't Yeah, it? but you're talking, we're talking about a breakdown of, let's say your brewer is, you guys enter competitions, okay? Let's say that you enter one competition every month, okay, for, throughout a whole year. Mm-hmm. And the first 10 competitions, you guys are not even, no one even looks at you. Somebody actually spit out your fucking beer on every single one of those competitions. And then the last two, you meddle. Good Do you job. Give- Good job. <laughs> Good business plan, Bobby. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, I think yeah. I mean, and that's not the case with your brewer. Your learned- brewer does a very because- good job. I want to. I want to clarify that your your brewer has Should been be a, uh- amazing, and he has been twenty four seven, seven. You know, three sixty five. Awesome job. But I think at the same time, you we're playing devil's advocate here. Your guy, you're telling me you're fine with that? The last two months he happens to medal, but ten other months he's been I done mean, shit. Listen, he, if he if he was a shit bag and showed up late all the time and put in half days and then just kind of threw, didn't care about his work, that there's something different. But if he's literally like, I mean, which he's he's awesome. Everything he puts out is awesome. But uh, if he was trying his best, putting out good product and uh, a lot of that stuff is subject to uh, palate and taste and opinion. And then all of a sudden, he racks up all these things. Sure, yes, I think he should be compensated. Just like just like uh, players are compensated for making the playoffs, for making the Super Bowl or, or the finals or so on and right, so forth. Right, but it takes a whole season to get you to the to the compensation stuff that they're talking about. Is it a not, not the last two months. You know, he barely got a team that won the, the President's Trophy... Barry Trotz, meaning, 
got a team that won the President's Trophy having the best record last year and then like was punted out of the first round. And then the, the next year after that, they're looking at it and they're barely able to make the playoffs. And then when they did, they happened to just have a stellar moment, right? But when it comes to that, like, you're not, you, you have to look at the whole thing of work. You know, when it comes to these players and their contracts, you know, you're, you're saying, like, they didn't, it's not one day. You're not getting a, you're not getting a bonus for running 200 yards in a game. Well, you're does, getting a bonus for running 1,500 yards within a season. So That's you, a whole line of work that you did. You're compensating with bonuses and not just a guarantee. Yeah, you know sure. I mean? that's, that's what I'm I, saying. Well, that, that happens in all sports. Right, right, but I'm saying that's a better way of looking at that is you did this phenomenal thing. I'm going to pay you for that, and I hope for the next time that this is a goal, this is how we move you forward. But if they don't do it, they're not going to get it again. Right. So you can't say, I, you did great, you won me all these medals, and then this is what you're making from now on because I'm going to sandbag it until I have to again. Well, I don't know what player it was I was watching signed on late with uh, – I can't remember who it was, what team, but uh, he was a defensive player, and he got paid a bonus for every sack that he got on the quarterback. And I think he he came in, and he was in a he he was out I think for a year. They signed on to a team, signed him on for like five hundred thousand dollars a year. Well, it, he made a hundred thousand dollars for every sack, and he sacked this quarterback six times in one game. So he made more than his salary in one game. Just in bonuses. Well, right. that's that's good incentives. I think I think that maybe that's maybe the route that NFL should go. Then is well, how do you do that you, in hockey for Barry Trotz? Like sign him to a one year deal and say, hey, you well, make sixteen million a, dollars this he year. He had but. a four year deal and he had a he did have a clause on his thing saying if you won a Stanley Cup, you had an option to pick up a two year extension on your contract. He chose not to go with it. Yeah. Now, he did that because he wanted to extend his contract in the beginning of the season, and they said, no. And so he said, oh, okay. And he took it as an insult, I believe. And then ultimately, that's what got him to walk away from it, you know? Um, But in dealing with compensation, do you think they should be compensated, you know, not just monetarily, but with other, you know, privileges and services, like... Should they have lifetime health care because they're getting themselves beat up every every week? No. Do you get lifetime health care? Absolutely not. Does anyone get lifetime health care in anything except for government workers? And even then, it's they're still paying for it. These guys have options to get paid for. Now, I do find it slightly ridiculous. I mean, look, they, they do beat up their bodies, and I get, I get all that. But it is 100% a choice. Look, I'm, a, look, I'm doing this little firefighter gig here, and ultimately... It, I've already had one knee surgery. It it's inevitable I'm gonna have a shoulder. It's inevitable I'll have another knee. Like it this is breaking me down as well. Dude, I, you're gonna be a bionic man by the end of this. I hope career. so. And uh soak every, I hope so. every penny what, out of it. What I'm can you do? Cyclops eye. What and, can uh, you do for my boner? <laughs> can I just steal oh, rod and Yeah. My my cock will be awesome by the time I'm fifty five. But um Go go gadget cock. He's gonna retire a new man. Yeah, but I think, I think that uh, that as far as healthcare goes, they no, no. Look, you. I think it's a good incentive, but I think it would as Absolutely. a business as a business uh, move. I, I think 
there's no way I think they get treated if I'm celebrities. Why should they get healthcare? Not, when not all of look. Not all of them do get treated like celebrities. I know that there is a lot of grinders on you know behind the scenes that we don't see those practice squad guys, those third string guys. Grinder, and, not not a skateboarding app. Not by the way, a skateboarding app. Um, thank you, Bobby. But uh, that make that day. mistake once. Yeah, that was a funny day. Not um, twice. But why would you ever pay? as an owner for lifetime health care for a football player that retires at 28. Holy shit. That is, that's like 52 years on an average that you would be spending on health care for someone that is doing nothing for you. What now. is the average? The average is four or five years, right? Yeah. Four years. Yeah. Four years. Yeah. So why would you spend that much money on health care? Those guys, if they would invest their money correctly, Look, the problem is, is they try to live up higher than their means. And and your means, if you're if you're relying on your football career to be the thing that pays your life, Mm-mm. then then you need to live in an apartment and not have nice cars and you need to Alfred Morris style where you have some old shitty ass Honda that Accord. That was the best no, thing. That was a Mazda. Uh, is, okay, whatever. Zoom, it doesn't zoom. matter. It was whatever. It was an old shitty car that has like 280,000 miles on it and he's still rocking it. And he keeps good it on real him. clean. Keeps he, it real look, clean. He takes care of it. Smart man. And I get okay. all of that. And I think that he's taking advantage of that. But that's the problem with all athletes. Oh, I, I And I mean, I, I t- not all athletes, but most athletes in all sports is, I got it. I'm going to flaunt it. I'm going to spend it. I'm going to be on well, cri- I think I'm going to be the, on cribs. Well, I think that's also kind of slightly expected too. We as fans like to see our celebrity football players, baseball, whatever, celebrities in general flaunting out their shit. Living it up. Having that one random guy. Imagine if we had everyone be Alfred Morris. Would everyone, like, is that glamorous? No. And that's not, we want to see, like, you want to see that bling. Why does society want that, though? Because we're so materialistic. That's why. (laughs) That's the answer to that. Done and done. Actors, actresses, they get more praise than the people that are making a difference in the world. Yeah, I just, I was just scrolling through Facebook this morning and uh, see uh, that Catch Me Outside girl. She's still relevant. She is still yeah, around. Yeah, she is still she relevant. She's yeah. still around. Up? And something... She Nicki, became a rapper. Nicki, uh, no, not Nicki Minaj. Um, maybe it was Nicki Minaj. She's banging tweeted, Eminem. Tweeted something about is her. Is she really? Yeah, that's the thing. Who is she? She's banging Eminem. Who, Nicki Minaj? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, check some songs out. <laughs> Get relevant, people. Listen to the lyrics. But ahead, it's sorry. silly that she's relevant and in society. Like, uh, or in, like, on my Facebook, you know, thread talking about her. Or celebrities are tweeting about her. That's just, it's crazy to me. Oh, I agree. I couldn't agree more. So, well, I want to remind you guys, I think we're wrapping stuff up here. Uh, don't forget, if you like what you hear from Megan... And you would like us to, uh, you want your, your two-minute elevator pitch on why you should date her or go on a date with her. I want to hear it. Yes. Email it to nothingmorethanamouthful at gmail.com. So we'll get, get these and we'll collect them, read them on the air, and then she'll rate you yay, nay, um, highly offended, or maybe. I'll give you a call. <laughs> so bring it on, guys. Write it in. Write your pitch of why she should choose you for a date. And then uh, we'll read it on the air, and we'll we'll go sort through them, and she'll make her pick. So yeah, and uh, reply back to anything that we've talked about. Also, um, as usual, um, 
just opinions. I don't care. I'm all in on listening, and I, I'll reply. I, I told you, I'm I'm 100% in on doing that. He's still waiting for his um, his porns with socks. I am. Yeah. I am. <laughs> so, but if you have anything you want us to chat about, you want to banter with us, bring it on. Email us at nothing more than a mouthful at gmail.com. Yeah, you can send us a message on our Facebook page as well. Nothing more than a mouthful. We'll get that. Uh, you know, apparently I'm in charge of that. I don't know why. I hardly know English. It's okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, have a good one. And hey, man, listen to our next one because I think it's going to be better. It's always. It's got to be better. Yeah, they're always getting better. <laughs> Thank you, friends. <laughs>